Good day, Resistance, and good evening for those on the different time zone. Sending wholeness and balanced vibration to everyone tonight on April the 22nd, Master Number. And today we have quite a show. The title on the show is Draconian Mind Control and uh, Christianity Debunked. Um, but before I get into the show, I definitely want to introduce my co-host, Son. Um, are you there? Yes, I'm here, wholeness, resistance, fam, and balanced vibrations to all. Just sitting back, letting this thing go smoothly. So uh, hold on for the ride and enjoy, enjoy. Also, just for everyone that's out there, know that we do have a recording of this show that is clear. So later on, if you want to tune into the show, you can find a, a clear recording of it available on the site. Tonight's show is partially interactive. You can go to the website www.matrixunderground.com www.matrixunderground.com and there you will find the interactive version of tonight's show. And going forward, we want to say thank you to all the members of the resistance and all the people that are tuning in around the globe and giving themselves an opportunity to reach ascension, which is the topic of discussion. What I wanted to discuss today, I, normally how the interactive show works is that we discuss uh, things that are directly on the, the interactive website. And today we're going to do things a little bit different because uh, we did actually have this show last week, although we didn't have the interactive portion, we had the text portion. But I wanted to make sure that everyone was aware that that is there now and that they're able to go through that and understand exactly what's written there. We will be touching on a couple things there a little bit later on the show, but today's show is only a one-hour show, so we have uh, you know, a lot to put into this time frame. But basically, what we're talking about here is I want everyone for one moment just to imagine if there was only one inventor in the world and then they stopped inventing. Because what's happening now is like many people are, are coming to me and they're saying, well, this, you, this meant this in one time and maybe that, you know, we're, we're losing the meaning of it now. But the fact is, is that anytime there's not a constant invention and a constant growing with our species, then whatever we're using previous to that is going to get, get burned out. It's going to not work. And this is the same thing as a pair of shoes, a pair of tires or anything else. You have to keep changing it and even making it and improving it and getting it better in order for you to continue to go forward. So it's never been uh, in the interest of the species to stop inventing. So now the masses are being challenged to think for themselves. In the scripture itself, going into the Bible, it says, ye are God. So at that point, why would you be worshiping a God? It almost is a conflict of interest. So this means that if any being can't sit or stand face-to-face -face with us and communicate with us because we do have the ability to communicate and it wants reverence and things of this nature, then that is already out of order. And unfortunately, many of our predecessors have chosen to take that path. What the resistance is about is the resistance is the, the invention. The resistance is what's new. It's a faction of people that are all on one accord about one basic idea, which is understanding, that if we would invest into ourselves, we would discover that everything that we need is there, our personal story. So I wanted to take a look for one moment because for the past two weeks, I've had a chance to look into many different energy enhancement systems, energy enhancement supplements, and different things of that nature in my whole uh, endeavor to, one, become a reviewer 
for all these different products from Psionics to Radonics to uh, Oregon Energy to you name it, all these different devices that are out here to see what's what because there's just nothing to, to really go by these days on what's working and what's not. Now, it's very, it, it is of great value for us to always keep our mind open. As I said, the inventor is always bringing forth things, and if people are refusing to try it, then that leaves them stagnant. But what happens is, is that if something gets, ever gets introduced and people ignore that it's introduced, but one small group of individuals take it as truth and begin to use it, then those group of individuals accelerate far beyond everyone else. And thus you have many different organizations now, especially, especially what I've seen on that, many of those organizations coming forward. But you have many organizations that have developed think tanks and have been using uh, uh, a lot of the different uh, power tools, as we're calling them now, energy enhancement tools, in connection with others to manifest themselves into higher levels of communication with higher things. Understanding that communication, because the body is basically built, actually I'll address it this way. Someone asked me even today, what was the difference between the indigo and a crystal kid and a pyramid kid? And what I explained is that from my interaction, what I discovered is that there were many of these different individuals, indigo and crystal pyramid kids all in the same body and meaning that that was the layers of the person, uh, the individual's aura. But the main thing uh, that, that would be the trait of any of this is communication with organic or in, organic and inorganic things, meaning can you touch a flower or a plant or, or something of that nature and get a communication from it, or can you touch even a computer in its, in its steel casing or its silicone and get some type of communication from it? Because basically what communication does is it opens up the channel for one to receive information about pretty much anything. At this point, there are beings and things, energy forms, even way stations, crystals even, or solid forms that hold large amounts of information that when the human being, which is, which is basically just an antenna in this body, is, is receptive to it, they can receive information and that information can be turned into energy, et cetera. It's just like when you hear good news, that information has been turned into energy because you're running around, et cetera. So this is uh, something that was always known by the wise men of the times, and that time is now returning. What's now returning is a time of complete communication where we have, even as uh, this tool, the computer, we have the ability to go and talk to someone in Russia and in Japan and hit the translate button and understand exactly what they're saying. All we have to do is put the effort forward. Now, unfortunately, it's just like the movie WALL-E where you see the people are in uh, convertible chairs and, you know, they're riding around, they're waiting to get soft drinks and they're very overweight. That is the state of mind. I'm not saying necessarily the physical shape, but that is the state of mind of, of the pervading Western culture right now. It has this idea that it owes something. When it feels cheated by its government, it thinks that it's going to get something in, 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 uh, in back from it. <clears throat> doesn't seem to know how to look over the hill. It keeps looking straight into the hill. So this is the state of the, uh, of the union, if you want to give it that term, because there was many states. There's only two united. There's United Kingdom and United States. So the state of the union is really divided, and that's simply because the developers of the union chose to develop the union a certain type of way. When they had to make the decision to develop the union, they had to do it by force. This is also called the republic. Now, many individuals have been living in that republic, and, of course, many individuals are uh, what we call spawns, which is uh, S-pawns, serpent pawns of the Republic, meaning that inside of their body actually already contains parts of the bloodlines from these individuals that have held the bloodline throughout time. Now, what is this bloodline about? 
This bloodline is about keeping all of the, if you want to give it the term, DNA channels open so that you're completely open for communication because it could be bred out of your line. So that's why the elite, if you want to give them that term. But that don't include simply the Illuminati. A lot of times when people hear the elite, they, they see Rothschild. The elite really consists of kings and queens throughout Africa, Saudi Arabia, in the areas of Jordan, even in, in certain areas uh, in Australia. These are uh, kings and queens that have lived here for the bloodline itself is, is already uh, what I can say is uh, out of time. That's one of the things that you gain the ability to do when you switch on certain parts or certain parts of your DNA turn on. You can you have the ability to go in and out of time, and you can see the benefits of wanting to do both rather than one and not the other. So basically what we've got ourselves into is we've got ourselves into life. Many people here are just starting and because when people are waking up, things get very scary, they imagine that everything that's going on around them is here to doom them. And, of course, anyone following my work understands exactly how well we highlight how many things that are going on around us to make us say, hey, man, somebody else is really out here to get us. But the fact of the matter is what we'll still learn is it's only the most vivid dreams that actually allow you to remember them. Soft dreams, they get forgotten. So what happens is, is that we've been given a vivid opportunity to see exactly what's been taking place, see exactly how one has maybe been able to control us, see exactly how sweet we've been, et cetera, et cetera. But now that we've discovered that, it's all about what we're going to do next, and that's where the resistance comes in. The resistance is what I had developed personally for myself to what I'm going to do next. And that's why I believe inside of everyone else, inside of everyone there's a resistance. Resistance is like your immune system. And that resistance has started to be built up to like, okay, I figured out what happened. I'm waiting to accept it now. Because in psychology they tell you the first stage a person goes through when they hear something they don't believe is they deny it. And they refuse it immediately. And I also, we often see that sometimes a person joins the site, they see something one time, and then they leave the site right then. It's just way too much for them to handle. But as I always say, if you're running from something in this life, you best believe you'll face it in the next one. So we might as well actually deal with it right now, and we can deal with it together. What we have to deal with is the fear of discovery, the fear of branching out beyond where everyone else is, the path that's already taken, where everyone's already walking, and go into what we know could lie, our, where, where could lie our, our true potential. Because it's obvious by many different integers that our true potential will never be utilized in a society like this. It has no intention of doing that on, on a massive scale. It allows certain arenas to be open on the private scale for you to get into higher stages of thinking, but as far as the masses are concerned, there doesn't seem to be interest here on this dimension to enlighten all of them at one time because they can do that. So that's something that we, can have, to, we have to accept. We, don't, we can't also run around here in fear, however. Many people are afraid that the government's watching this and doing that and they're spraying chemtrails all over the sky and going to kill every, everything or hurting us now. You have to understand the government had already done enough experiments to figure out how they can take all population off this planet in one moment. So if they choose to do that, then that's something they're going to choose to do anyway. But the fact of the matter is that we don't have to live every single day in fear that they might do that because there is something inside of us that is what's always keeping Every time there's a situation that's occurring here on Earth and about to destroy it utterly or turn it into the wrong direction from happening. Now we face one of the greatest trials ever. Earth has manifested its end in 2012. It just has. 
between his revelation books and his playing around with the code of Hebrew, what it's done is invented the end of a cycle. Apparently, their creator is always accompanied with a destroyer, while our creator is just totality. It's just as one. So the thing is that what we have now is the resistance is always in the publications and the documents and movies that you see where there's been a foreign invasion. Foreign invasion first takes place in a person's mind. That's what deprogramming is about. The first thing about deprogramming is you have to understand that you've been programmed. You have to understand also that mind works if the person knows they're not being mind controlled. So what we've been doing for the lab, it we're almost coming up to, actually we had our anniversary and we went by it. We're not really into dates like that, but this month was a resistance one year anniversary. So for one year, what we've been bringing is esoteric knowledge to a level that realistically, as I'm getting the information, I'm still, my, my, my cup runs over with all the different things that I still have to look into, still have to read, and it just keeps coming. So this is the only thing that we need. If we deserved anything, here it is. Because what we can do as a team is we can take all of this and go all the way to the next level with it because it's not a joke. It's not a game. We have people that are in the know, that understand the sacred geometry behind things, that understand the astral planes of things, that understand the growth of that. And it's just all about now getting all that information in a way that the, the content itself is actually managed, meaning that in a way where people, one, see that we're actually here, and two, see the information that we have in a way that the information can be viewed properly. So in this age, this is what the future looks like to me. First of all, we have a whole plethora of energy enhancement devices that just re recently hit the market that, like I said, we're going to be redoing re re a review on, but they didn't really just recently hit the market. Let me make that correct. It's only within the last three or four years that commerce and e-commerce has gotten to the level that it's at. So you do now have some old Joe that's been tinkering with uh, Mobius coils and crystal pyramids all of his life, basically, because that's his gift, now able to start a little website and sell them one by one. And that is a breakthrough because now we have the real inventor, which is always not the one with the degrees and things like that, but we have him now able to get a whole, get, we're able to get in touch with him. We have, so we have these individuals that are, that are developing energy enhancement devices. We have religion on trial, <laughs> meaning that all religions at this point are being in question. People are figuring out that they're gods and they're figuring out that they've been duped. It's just how it is. It does happen when you're asleep though. There does have to be something guarding over you while you're asleep. However, when you wake up, you understand where you have to go from there. You're a self-existing being. That's called in the know. So basically, the gods are in question about exactly how they've been handling things. Mind machines are being in, in, are in use, machines that enhance people's thinking and their ideas of what's going to happen. And so that's basically allowing the, the room that we did have here on Earth to even become that much less because now it's time for people to go into inner space. It's time for them to discover the world that can, we can immediately uh, uh, teleport into that's located inside of ourselves. And like I always talk about, this is something that it can't be prevented anyway because that's how dimensions work. Even though people every day will never, can never visually and mentally see that the earth would get to a point where it would need us all to get off of it, that would end up happening anyway because spawning is infinite, meaning that there will be an infinite amount of children in continuing to be born. However, the resources on the planet are not. They're 
So there will be some point where the resources run out. It just so happens that this lifetime that we're living in right now, we've chose this time to be present, is the lifetime where we're going to see what they just call the chaos point or zero point. We're going to see the actual transformation. What a time to be present. Also, as this period is taking place, we have an opportunity to not look into it as a doomsday, like many of the, uh, the past cultures have done, the previous matrices, as they've recorded them. We still can't say if that's actually what happened, but as they've recorded them, they look at this day as being the end of things totally, as they said, like I said, as they've described it, described it to us. But now we see that it's actually the time in which we go into the highest level of our existence. And it's very difficult to see from this standpoint what that will actually be like because we're still in third dimension. However, with the acceleration of knowledge and the imagination being restored, as we talked about, the imagination being hijacked by individuals like Disney, as your imagination, your imagination being restored back into your mind, you're once again able to visualize and your dreams begin to turn into what they're supposed to be, which are not just dreams but actually your reality. I'll explain it to you just as this simple, just as simple as this. In the dream state, when you go into the dream state, according to the frequency of your body, that's where, that's where you're going to end up basically melting into that dimension. So, if the frequency of your body is very high when you go to sleep, you'll go into a higher state, a higher frequency of dimension. This is accomplished by things like alkaline and oxygenating the body before you go to sleep. So, what the society attempts to do in order to, to, to keep one thing, one thing from happening, that if a person just continuously has these very huge grand dreams every night, after a while of having this, really after 22 days, which is, they say, the cycle of one forgetting and remembering and, and destroying habits, within 22 days the individual will actually believe all the stuff that's going on in their dream can happen in this reality and will begin to start to manifest it happening. So the controllers have always intended to keep the dreams of a person very small. So when a person is now looking at a grand dream, meaning that when they're looking at something that they just thought could never happen, which is we could forge a way for ourselves. Some people don't even think that that could happen. We can't do it. It's impossible. We have to follow the old way. So when they look in the face of something like that, they immediately go into, well, no, 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 I can't, I can't accept that. But now, today, we have individuals that are rising to this cause and saying, you know what, we have enough intelligence as a species and enough documented about our intelligence to go for, for ourselves and take this to the whole, to, to another level because there's nothing inside of us, not inside of us, that wasn't in, inside of the greatest, uh, the minds that have already came here because that's what exists within what we call here as the fractal. So, in addition to all this, there appears to be in time, when you look at man and woman and how they've done this evolution process, as they'd love to call it, there's been a constant upgrading of the species. Human beings are becoming layered like trees. So well, they go through one experience and another experience and another experience, and then eventually they become way more advanced, and many of them come into this world knowing that there's another world to get to versus the, other, the one individual that may come into the world and say, well, you know, I have no problem with sitting here on the porch all my life in this town. So you have people that are coming to the dimension, especially the younger children, that are clearly not going for that this is all, this is it, this is, this is what we have to offer. They already 
intelligently know that, that that's not the case. And that's also why the resistance has come about. Because the main thing is that we don't want these type of children that are clearly equipped with different type of powers. I've talked to enough parents and things at this point in my journey myself down this path and being a person that can give a person spiritual knowledge to know that what is going on with the children is more taking place inside of their mind and they're being equipped for something entirely uh, uh, to a level where it's almost like a, uh, uh, a transferring into a world of something like Dragon Ball Z, meaning that the kids are literally, they're, they're having powers, they're not utilizing these powers in their world, in this particular world, but they're in their dream world utilizing all these different powers that they have. And so that is the idea of what's supposed to be happening when we go into that next existence, is a world that is, has unlimited potential for what we're capable of doing. The thing that we have to do now, as some of us, and looking at the younger mind, even some of us that are like 25, 30, may need to do some uh, transformation to our minds also about what we think is possible. Because what happens is, is that that's how you make sure that, that you continue your existence, by always keeping your mind fresh, tuned, clean, and abiding by what you've governed inside of it to keep it working, your own clock, your own biological clock, which includes your aura, it includes your spirit, it includes who you are, it includes all these different things around you, and you put that clock together and you put it together so that it runs right and that it doesn't run out and that it's perpetual. And when you do that for yourself, you continue to exist across different periods of time. That is a fact now. That's something that people could, they could not accept in the previous life terms in the, as masses, but that is something that is clearly being understood to be in effect right now. So I'm going to take a, a brief moment here because I'm going to load the page of the Matrix Underground because there's a couple things that I want to be viewed there. So I'm going to have Sun uh, put on the music. Also, this show, because it's only one hour and we're not going to go through a, a lot of what's on, uh, on this interactive post, if anyone feels like calling in and asking questions about various things that are going on and um, things about some, maybe things they've seen on the website, maybe things they've seen in that post, this is really the time to do it. I'm really not here to continue to talk, 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 and introduce new things. We've introduced so much stuff, we can go back over the content that we were introducing a year ago, and even from the Code of Matrix has been out, I believe now it's almost two years, some people are coming up to me and asking me, did we just, did we hear about Maitreya? The thing is, is that this stuff has already been documented. We've gone into the point where we understand, understand that they're using Enochian light codes, that they, they, that there's bloodlines that are residing here on Earth that are talking across star systems using the sun as a stargate along with Betelgeuse and Regal, that there's a karmic era of an Orion war going on between the amphibian and the reptilian being, that there's, you know, I mean, where, where, where there's that they're detonated, detonated uh, Cassini satellite into Jupiter and made a hole the size of Earth, but it caused Jupiter to go into a different trans, trans, uh, translation, so we're getting energy from that. That Venus is really an asteroid that's inhabited, and one of the beings that were on that asteroid had embarked on coming here to Earth and is actually in Florida underground. So there's things that we can continue to talk about that will still be so far beyond what anyone is still revealing out here in this normal world. But we have to ask ourselves because there will be a time to do that. What is it most important that we need to do right now? And what I see is what we need to do right now first is get everyone to know what's going on. 
the power that is that's lying within the people is being discharged into areas that are just not going to get anyone anywhere. And uh, some of the deepest books that were out, uh, I don't even want to name the title, but it did bring up a very decent point, which was that the armies and the wars and the things that you see is because of the census believers. The same ones that are marching around these stones and the ones that are calling upon the name of something they haven't fully investigated, it's their power that's continuing to manifest this future of duality between, like I talked about, the two brothers fighting. So what's important at this point is for if we can get our network together, which we're working on now, and we can begin to link with other people, even people that are on Facebook and people that have a lot of friends and things like that, and we can make it so when we put out certain information, that information gets into people's hands that are, that are looking for it, then that's the only thing that we really need to do here. Because after that, even if the person reads The Cult of the Matrix, if it's a strictly fiction novel, once they're finished reading it, or even if a day of reading, and they go into the real world, they'll just start discovering that many of the things that are written there are actually happening. And so that's really all our responsibility is, is just to put it in front of people and then let the multi deal with them from there. Because this is the exact point that everyone is, that's going to be awake is going to need to come awake right now. So once again, son, if you, if you uh, go ahead and uh, maybe put some music on, I don't know if you wanted to tell the people that were in the chat room about putting up their, uh, pushing one on their phone. Okay, I'm not sure if uh, Sun is still on the line, so. Okay, <laughs> maybe he's on the line. <laughs> okay, welcome forward. And what we're doing right now is I'm loading the page matrixunderground.com. It's at www.matrixunderground.com in your browser. And I wanted to uh, skew over a couple things here um, in order to make a couple things very clear. Also, I'm going to do a line test to be sure that uh, Sun is actually on the line. Sun, are you on the line? Okay, I yes, think I'm, uh, yes, I'm, seven, I'm on. I'm on. Um, sorry about that. Just having some technical difficulties. Just got it figured out. And I wanted to just interject. Area code two one six and area code six seven eight. We see you on the line. If you have a question, you just enter one, and that'll raise your hand, and we'll address it uh, when we take the break. And uh, seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. So basically, hmm. I have a. I, Okay, uh, I think I had a little feedback there, but I have a page here open. And uh, so basically what I'm showing here is that what's most interesting, I'm watching the rewriting of history. And as a, a person, I, I kind of consider myself at this point as a scholar because I've read a lot of novels. And and I philosophize a lot with myself, at least. And I, I watch how there's a continuous um, introduction of a certain type of art mainly the art that's been coming from Samaria. And before, if you were looking at the if you were looking at the internet and you were researching things like L, who was you know, which is a big title when you're doing esoteric research, there was never any pictures of L. But for the first time, uh, looking on Wikipedia, they've introduced something that they probably, you know, they're gonna just say they got it out of Samaria somewhere. So they depicting the uh, Samarian god L in a in its phallic 
symbol because, of course, El is a masculine god, as they say, even though it was a feminine god first in Judaism. So basically, what I wanted to talk about is the rewriting of history because you know how they always say, well, if you weren't there, then you don't know. So realistically, with a lot of the information that has been coming forth lately in the esoteric world, what people are really starting to realize is, is that, one, the story that they first had had come from somewhere else. And there was more detail to that story there. I was just reading today uh, uh, a lot of the, the, uh, the works of our Hermes and Thoth and Merlin and how these individuals had, um, they obviously had a lot more publications than were, were previously being introduced because there's now a whole group of individuals that have put a lot of pieces together about what's been going on. So we'll get into what's been going on. Basically, if you scroll down and you look into the, your past, there's a, the sacrifice from Apocalypto, then you'll pass the picture of the arcs. Understand that what an arc is, is arc, an arc is either a spaceship, it could be a holding container that's used to survive after there's a cat, meaning if they're, if they're expecting something to happen, there are certain containers that things can be put in to allow that after the disaster we can still get whatever's in that container, and there's a special term that's used for that and things that, I think they call that a, a, a space capsule. So arcs are, are, are sometimes space capsules, arcs are sometimes spaceships, but through time, information and, and certain elements and things of that nature had to be preserved. We cannot look at old time as, as that they weren't doing, they weren't smart, they didn't know how to preserve things. You had kings of high intellect that knew that, hey, we have to keep these elements and these certain things always safe because if we ever lose the last one, we're doomed. So there were many times that certain information, certain uh, elements were put into arcs and containers and stored in different places. And these are what you see in uh, a lot of the, uh, the games, they call them relics and shrines. And when one is in possession of them, they have certain power. The power really comes from the intent. Al uh, alchemist, what an alchemist does is the alchemist, through all of its, their stages of making, if they're making gold, is they have to observe the time and they have to observe the intent. So let's say, for instance, you have something like the Spear of Longinus, which is made of gold, and then you know the intent that's been put into that particular spear. And then you take a piece of the gold that the spear is made out of, and then you make it into monatomic gold, and then you ingest it. Now you have in your body the intent that was put into the sphere. That is just how magical man really is and woman. Now, of course, there's been a suppression of this type of information and knowledge because there's been a limitation on people's mind and what they're capable of doing. This is something that's breaking off like a shell. People are just starting to realize that there's something that they, that they actually can do, and then the moment that they actually start doing it, it starts to work then the only thing that they're responsible for doing at that point is governing themselves to make sure that they're not abusing the ability and allowing it to pull them in the wrong direction. But unfortunately, that's happened with a lot of the individuals that have come into the high levels of knowledge because of how the high levels of knowledge have been dealt with, which is very selfishly. So if you scroll down, um, you'll see past the, the comic picture, which is um, really just highlighting how how there's always been an agenda here for the DNA and the information in which original beings can produce, meaning that they would love to say, well, there's nothing original that we're doing and there's nothing new going on. See, that is, again, the common idea, and that's why they insist that we have to follow behind their, their steps and their paths, their shapes, their designs, etc. But the fact is, is that when you take two different shapes and you put them together, it, when it makes that third shape, 
that third shape is always unique to itself. So this has happened so many times, which you have with the individuals being born, although they feel like personally sometimes that they're not that special, it's, uh, it's actually the habit, uh, the, the clip off of being over special. When your potential itself is so powerful, it has to be limited in order to keep dimensions like this running. Meaning, when you come into your full understanding of who you are and you will, the power and level of potential, and when I say power, I mean energy within the body and capability. When that happens, there's no controller. Because the controller already knows that you're immortal and you're yet to still figure out you're immortal, that's the only thing that is keeping over you is death. The feeling that, because generally what happens in any type of transformation through chakra centers especially, there's a moment where you're very uncomfortable about in the state that you're in. When certain chakras open up and you're about to after travel, it. there's the vacuum feeling coming out of the body. So immediately when a person, oh, no, I'm going to die. <laughs> and, again, that is the fear that's placed into the person because we, like uh, even Dr. Blair points out and many of the doctors, Dr. Seavey, that we die every night, that every time that we go to sleep, the body actually shuts down to a certain degree that actually allows the spirit to be able to come out of it. And so continuing to scroll down, there's the looking glass that you see Alice uh, standing in the mirror, and she's looking through the looking glass. And son, do tell me if, uh, if, if any of those individuals have, uh, have decided that they want to ask a question because we can take questions now. But the, the looking glass is an effect that takes place when a person is looking in the mirror because many times we hear about this term, the looking glass, but no one really knows what it means, just like they talk about the rabbit hole, but they don't realize that that's about the fertility goddess Ishtar, the hair, the rabbit, and the communion that goes on in the pentagram. They think that it actually is a, a, a meaning basically from the, from the matrix even, that it just started there, or some, actually most relate back to the Alice in Wonderland, but still don't understand what it means because Alice in Wonderland is so trippy. So the thing is with Alice is that what they're explaining is every time you look in the mirror and you think that that individual you're seeing in that reflection is you, you're wrong. That's actually narcissism. The spirit is not uh, the true you, the core of you, the nucleus, is actually uh, uh, a globulous form of aura and ray of different colors coming off of it that understand how to make a congealed form, meaning an actual physical body. So that's the process that you go through, and that's how the layers of the, 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 the mind itself work. So going on from that, that looking glass, so when you come out, if anyone experienced coming out of the body, when you come out of the body, you look back down on yourself and you even know who you are and things still. So nothing is being kept in your brain as far as information is concerned. Only really instinct is being kept in your brain. So why are we living in a society that's telling us, well, no, all your memories in your brain, and if you get brain damage, then you can't remember anything. So again, this is, this is the level of teaching that the, 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 uh, the, the highest levels of curriculum still used to hold to. So that, again, points out that the dimension in itself offers a challenge to anyone right off the bat, which is you have to think outside the box. Just like they're telling you, you have to think outside the matrix. You have to think outside the cube. You have to think outside of your body. And when you go into that, that level of thinking, that's the only way you can address exactly what you're going through in this, this particular dimension right now. Because if you haven't been doing that before, obviously there's been things that have occurred because you haven't. Like we talked about before, certain things can only be neglected for so long until they start to become a problem. So I have a clip here next, and uh, what you see is you see, um, you see Kid, 
which was the name, his name in the Animatrix, you see kid laying in the bed. And what, what's going on here is the process that I call on top of the matrix, which is really what the resistance consists of, is a bunch of people that are on, on top of the matrix, on top of the net. They know exactly what's going, that something's going on. They feel it. It keeps them up every night sometimes, or through nights. And then, but yet there's no contact out there that lets them know what's really going on. What the resistance has done, because there's children and, and adults and even old people like this all around the world, resistance has done something to allow these people to get that typing back on the screen that, hey, yeah, we know what you're going through. We know where you need to go next. Somewhat, here's what you can do. That's something that we owe our fellow brothers and sisters to get into their hands because many of them are troubled because there's such a division in what is really uh there's there's basically such a division in what should really be believed here because that's what Tower of Babel was about. The Babel was about creating lords. And they said they created seventy two of them. And then they started throwing people into diversity because everyone was worshiping something different. This is exactly what causes division. It's a let us go down and confuse them. So the thing is is that until the human being gets back into a level of actually looking into itself and instead into instead of the other things that are obviously have other agendas going on that we don't need to get into right now, then that's when the the the, uh, the division ends. And so that's what the resistance is about. It's about bringing people together that have that same idea, that understand that there is a world beyond it and seen it. Some of us passed through the net before, been outside of it, and then have to come back in, but experience what it's like outside for a moment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and take a call, and um, and then uh, I'm going to have Sun go ahead and uh, and take a call here. Okay. Um, we have area code 646. Just um, say your name, where you're from, and then ask your question. And I'm going to unmute, unmute you now. Hey, what's up? Am I on? Yes. Yes, hi, uh, Seven. This is Nine. Uh, coming from NYC, New York City. And my question is, I've noticed that as soon as I start to take myself seriously as far as progressing and activating the body and chakras and whatnot, that when I do experience a transcendental, you know, moment, whenever I pay too much attention to it, it kind of fades away. But when I treat it as something that's just normal, it occurs more frequently. So I want to know, when you pay so much attention to something, or how can I say, in a more physical no, I, I, Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. First of all, Nan, I want to thank you for calling in and, uh, and asking your question. We definitely have an answer for your question. Okay, I can even give you a... Uh, up-to-date situation of this happening. Today I was in the bed, and I've been getting a lot of pineal gland stimulation from glutacola and selenium. And, uh, and what, what happens when the pineal gland starts to mess around, you start to see other shapes and things like this. When it starts to, to expand and contract and expand and contract, you start to see like a, a silhouette sometimes around certain things, like a white silhouette. And some people can even start to see auras around certain things at that point. But then, today, I was actually watching, there was, uh, there was just a plain colored sheet. I think the sheet was green, and I was looking at the sheet, and I was taking these breaths, and then all of a sudden, I started seeing this grid, and the grid was so interesting that I immediately was like, whoa, and then immediately it disappeared. And, of course, through 
uh, several states of meditation and things of that nature, I've experienced this. And I always wondered, like, what was it? Like, why did I have to not really think about it in order for me to get the experience? And this is exactly what it was. An individual that had, what he, I had a friend of mine, he was Israeli, and he went into the, uh, he went into a path to study uh, Hinduism, like deep into Hinduism. He went into India and things like that, and he obtained what they call samadhi. He took himself into a higher state of consciousness, or a lower state. We couldn't decide which one it was, because what he did was he stopped eating for like 22 or 23 days or something like this, and he actually made a habit of not eating and only living off of a certain type of herbs. And he said what happened was is that when he, uh, when he finally went into this state, he was inside of a community, and he saw, he said when he came out of his room, what he saw is that every time the person stopped, they got hooked into these tentacles that went right into their brain. And then when they weren't thinking, it was like they were on a relaxed mode. And he, he said he noticed certain people, most people were plugged into this type of, this whatever it was, but some people weren't but they didn't know they weren't. This is, this is the actual report of it. And because I had so much information about astral plane and things like that, I, I knew that what he was saying was exactly right, that if there's something about this particular brain, that's, that's this, this part of our brain that we're using to sometimes when we used to examine something, that the moment that it turns in, it links into something else that immediately stops it. So, so how to uh, overcome this, of course, is to Get, get that experience going on more and more to the point where the experience becomes, it, it took, it basically in the lucid sleep and dealing with different things from lucid sleep, I started being very um, calm when I would see other uh, other people or uh, other things. Like, let me, let me explain it from this angle. That's what we'll explain it from the angle. There's an angle on everything. Like, basically, in Victorian, if you look at Victorian furniture and things like that, and you look at it at a 45-degree at a angle, in most Victorian furniture, you'll see an owl. Because, really, what, what's going on is everything is at an angle to speak to a certain side of the brain. And so, basically, what I discovered was is that we were, we're capable of shifting our eyes in a certain way where it's like a peripheral vision thing. Where if you, like I have, sometimes there's a lot of windows, and sometimes when I use that peripheral vision and I look into a window, I can see someone's face there. And I, but if I look directly into the window, the face disappears. And so that's what I mean by the angle. And this is stuff that we're actually discovering that is really across the board. Most people have, uh, have this going on, and it's something that's like a building block of the, uh, if you want to give it the term, a building block of the matrix itself. So hopefully that answers your question about what that is. It's really and and to again to avoid it is to start stimulating yourself a little bit more as far as with things like the Huda Cola to get the experiencing happening happening more. And that way when the experience starts to happen you become more familiar with it. But it is definitely something that's taken place within a lot of people. Wow. Well yeah, that definitely answered my question. Also, um another question if you have some time. Um I've noticed that you spoke about thought forms and how you can bring thought forms to life by simply willing it to be. I've noticed that through certain geometric shapes within the planet, that is a form of control, meaning certain, certain geometry has a type of energy which can either be manipulating or regenerating. Now, I've tried experimenting with creating certain geometric shapes within my surrounding, you know, environment to see what kind of effect it would have on other people. 
And I noticed that depending on the type of intention we'll put within the shape, it would definitely expand, you know, a, a, a wide distance. For example, you were speaking about simplex, which I'm still trying to investigate. I really don't have that much information, but I, I know one day I will fully understand it. But as of now, I noticed that when you did mention, depending on how many sides a certain shape has, it is not that, uh, directly corresponding with that dimension. For example, hexagon is six exactly. sides. Right. So if I would add one more, that would increase the energy. Right? Well, see, that, that's the thing. That, that particular science is still so, um, like you would think, okay, if you add one more, then you get a seven-point star. Would that increase the energy? Because here, here's the real thing. If the, if the original number is one and that's where things are most powerful because it's collected in one, you would think anything that you go up to would be splitting from the one. But then if you got to like two billion and five was good enough, wouldn't two billion be just as enjoying then as one? And so that's, that's actually where we're at really right now with, with, a, with a lot of what we're understanding here on Earth is that some of the dimensions like we highlighted in that video, you know, the, the boring plus dimension thing is getting a little old when you've got beings that are coming on the board, uh, that are coming on the board, yeah, exactly, on the, in the world. They're coming on the board with this uh, um, three-dimensional thing going on where they're looking at a, a dodecahedron, basically, right off the bat. They're not even looking at something like a pentagram. So it's basically where right now, and, and, and that's, why, that's why society is making this shift to, because it has, you know, don't think that the, uh, the, the, uh, the New World Order, as they call it, doesn't have an idea of, of bringing forth a, a higher set of individuals to rule into a higher, uh, a higher level of, uh, uh, of existence. The thing is, is that how do you convert a world that is, look at the, the way the world is, you know, the, the, the situation is we, there is a lot to blame on the controllers. They should not be getting away. They should even dare not to speak at this point. But the thing is, is that when you're managing, uh, uh, managing the 400, Fortune 500 company like Earth at this point, not in the beginning because that's where everyone wants to go. They want to go, well, if we had it just done this right, well, forget about that. What about right now? How do you really stop it? First of all, you're not going to be able to get enough people to stop doing what they're doing right now anyway. Like, you can't tell the people, okay, look, we're not going to be eating no more fast food, no more of these products that, that use petroleum, which is just about every single product, and, uh, and, and now we're going to, we're going to go ahead and uh, do something different. That's only going to be a group of people that do that, and so that's really what's happening. The people that are willing to say, hey, I'm going to get a little bit more serious about this and I'm going to manifest, that's what we just call in the know. It's a person that has actually made the decision in their mind to go beyond where everyone else is at and stop following the same paths as everyone else is going in, which clearly, clearly seems to be off the cliff because people are not awake, but they are awakening. And so what we're responsible for doing here is, is that the moment that a person awakes, you've got to make sure that they don't go back to sleep because they didn't find anything. It's like if a person starts coming awake and then they're over there reading some strange book and then there's no community to go to as far as people to talk to about what was going on, the person's going to have no choice to go back and sleep just like they're watching TV. You see a murder happen on TV, but you don't think that is real because the brain says that's not really real. That's what people are also doing with what's really real at this point, meaning that the stuff that's happening in society and the challenge that's being placed before us to go higher is a real one. It's either now do it or see what happens next, and I don't think anyone can afford to do that. And so we have like nine more minutes in the program. I didn't know if we had someone else on the line that wanted to make a call, or uh, if uh, if we were going to go ahead and uh, 
to finish out maybe with a couple more questions from you nine. Let, I, let's see what Sun said. Sun, what's going on on your end on the switchboard? Yeah, um, well, we have uh, area code 678 and area code 216, but you guys don't have your hands up, so I'm assuming you don't have any um, questions. So nine, I guess if you had any other questions, you can shoot. Uh, let's see. <laughs> well, I I definitely want to congratulate you for your effort and all your intention because, you know, I've noticed and I've experienced that through intention and just acting, just doing something, getting active, you can accomplish so much in so little time. So definitely, you know, we all we all need to really look at those who are taking action and start taking notes. I mean, you know what's really happening now is that we're skipping through all of the the, uh, the the stories and the myths and things like that, and we're getting back into the basics, which is energy. The, the whole thing about this is now energy, and because in the in the less that's why I was always saying it's probably going to be the simple people or the people they call stupid. They're going to be the first ones to inherit it because there's not much pre-programming. And so when they understand what exactly is going on, it'll turn on in them versus the person that has to ask the questions and say, well, I wonder how that works and I wonder if this and that. That's where we are right now. Like even myself, I ask a lot of questions with, and, and I have the, the beings to actually ask the questions too and say, okay, boy, I just have an open pipeline open with the multi. And I said, well, multi can, you know, if I need to know about this, you know, where can I learn about this? But I'm putting that effort forward. And that's all that's really being asked of individuals that they put the effort forward. And uh, they're immediately being received by, you know, who knows what it is. You know, people have many different names for it. But the moment a person puts that effort forward, they start running into all sorts of things. And that's why what I say right now is there's a gate open. The gate's open and shut. But I see that there's a gate open, like right now, because normally, again, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, who knows how long it's going to last. But you're talking about something of this type of nature, uh, sorry, they've got to at least move you off from, from being able to talk. Now I'm seeing, I'm hearing people come out of nowhere saying that they were involved in certain things, and I'm like, man, he's really talking, and then he's allowed to continue to keep talking. So you know that that's what's changed about the society. But now it's time to get everyone aware that that information is now available. Because even sometimes I stumble across some literature or some self-published stuff, and I'm looking at it, and it's just recently written, and it's just really far into what's really going on. And I'm just totally uh, impressed with our, our, our species of, uh, for rising. A lot of people have risen to the calls, and it's just about picking up the individuals that are still stuck into the old mind states and still thinking that, you know, it's all about being black or it's all about being white or it, it's all about this, it's all about that. There's facts to what's going on, but the fact of the matter is that if you put time into yourself, into your energy, then you can think clear, and then you can actually be effective to whatever you're doing. So that's all the resistance is really doing. People come into the resistance, they get repaired, and then they go and do whatever their whole agenda was to do in life anyway. And But they do it from a level of full consciousness, and that's what's going to be what's the most here in the future regardless. It's going to be in everyone's interest to have conscious people around them more than anything else. Definitely. I mean, you can only put so much pressure on something like underwater, but eventually it's going to have to come back up. And I feel that's what the whole race is doing at the moment. You know, just yeah. And we're picking them up, and that's why the the strong were created to to uphold the weak, uh, as they say. But you know, we're created here. We're activating, and we're we're bold. We're courageous, and we're here. We're saying what needs to be said, and we can prove what's going on. That's the other thing. It's not just based on emotion. In fact, we very seldom act upon emotion. 
and what we, when we prove that something is going on, it has to be immediately addressed. We can't sit all day expecting, and that's why I was thinking also within this conscious community, because it is still so small, everyone knows about everyone. Everyone needs to now come together and we need to agree on what we're going to do because all the people are there and we're just wasting the people's time if we can't come together. This can stand for giving the people the tools that they need to send for themselves. But as far as the collective, if the collective is to get back in together, then everyone needs to sit at a table and say, okay, what's the doctrine that we're going to lead with that, that, that we're going to agree upon here? But what you'll find is that because everyone at that table generally is worshiping and believing in something that is external to what everyone is at that table, that's the problem. And that's why we approach it from this way. We approach it where, look, if you have your gods or whatever, you leave them at the door, but we advise you to, to shake them because all you're doing is you're giving up your energy, and that's been proven now. Now we have an opportunity to come together, and as all gods, no one needs to really be worshiping each other. And that's the truth. Yeah, I agree. All right, nine. Right, I'm gonna I'm mute your I'm gonna mute your phone. Thanks for your thanks for your questions, nine. All right, good. Um, Have a good night. All right, okay, yeah. nine. All right, here we go. And there was a question in the chat room by Raheem the Gold Pill, and it's similar to what uh, nine just asked. But he's saying, why is it when I try to dream before I go to bed, nothing happens, but when I don't even think about before I go to sleep, I have the mere lucid experience. It's just that balance thing. Yep, out there's yeah, a lot of timing and yeah, things. Four, four minutes left, just to um, note. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and close out then. If it's only four minutes left, I'm just going to tell everyone basically, um, once again, that the, the, what the resistance is planning on doing at this moment is we're continuing to go forward. We're coming up with more ideas on how to get everyone involved, but also to get everyone into a situation where they can basically begin to study. We know that other individuals are, are in different types of lifestyles. They have to go to work, and they have to depend upon certain levels of the system. I just wanted to discuss very briefly that how this really works is, is that it's a cycle in itself. When you put good stuff into your cycle, it takes a minute for it to make a complete circle. So be patient with it. But once it makes a complete circle, as long as you, can, you remain continuous and you remain consistent at it, then you start to see it's like a snowball effect. Things begin to happen for you, and you begin to be moving to the place that you should be to be prepared for whatever is going to take place here. The main thing that we can definitely say right now is that this is a great moment to be in because if we, in understanding what we know now, if there was no potential for us to go beyond, then we would totally feel stuck. But right now, as I'm going to be continuously highlighting with some of the stuff that I've discovered, there has been a gate open for each and every single one of us to go into a higher level of our knowledge which is definitely going to change every single thing about what we think is going on and thus what we thought was going to be our ultimate destiny, which for most individuals they just thought it was going to be death. So this is now the opportunity because we're exploring beyond that. And I just wanted to send wholeness and balance vibration to everyone that is tuned in. And I also wanted to thank my co-host, son, for handling the switchboard tonight. And uh, he's going to go ahead and take us out of here. If there's anything he wants to say, he'll do so. No doubt. I just wanted to um, thank everybody for, for reaching out and, and helping. So, so you've been doing a great job. I wanted to shout out Isaac, Quinn, Carrie, JC. Um, I know I'm forgetting the times because we have so many people are joining the website. Well, there's, yeah, there's just so many people. I mean, even Elvira, Robert, both Roberts, uh, Robert Bibb, especially, <laughs> Matrix Underground, 
I mean, there's a lot of people that have risen. Miriam, who I always, you know, one of my personal favorites, is like at this point it's a family, and we're all here, and that's why no one should be afraid of talking to anyone. Um, right. If you want, if you want to get in touch with me, you email me, and then I get back with you. You can Skype me at some point. Everyone has never said that they haven't had too much. It may not be right away, but they've been able to get in touch with me. So I definitely want to say the resistance doors are always open, and um, we do have a protocol, though you can't breach protocol. But we are here to get you into the next level where you're being. We're not joking about it. This is not a game to us, and uh, and this is uh, this is something that we know that we can do. No doubt. So. Uh... It goes to music, wholeness and balance vibrations, www.resistance.com.